0: to episode 79 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the thrills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show this week, it's week nine of our wrap-up of all that's happened for our local sides in the southern combination, mid-Sussex and east-Sussex leagues, SBTS Hastings Report. With co-host and ESFL mainstay Leon Petit, we've got another week of Timothy Booth Jones's Tim's Takes, where he gives his exclusive opinions, and it's another good result for the women's team. But he also asks us: Has there ever been a worse penalty, and has it landed yet? than he saw at the Met Police game. Answers on a postcard. And then we've got the SBTS fan roundtable on another win, another clean sheet. Enjoy grassroots football fans. And over to week nine of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to introduce the week nine of the Hastings Report with myself. And unfortunately, it is just myself as Leon, that ESFL veteran that he is, is still recovering in that hyperbolic chamber, trying to get himself right and back on that pitch for Iqualsham. Or was it just hiding from that Spicer? We'll have to find out next week. He has through Carrier Pigeon managed to get a few comments here and there out of the Balec or chamber chamber, So you will hear his
1: dulcet tones during the report.
0: So we kick things off in the SCFL and here's straight over to Leon.
1: So last Wednesday in the Southern Combination League, Bexhill United welcomed Peacehaven to the Pole Grove where a crowd of 170 witnessed what sounded like quite a feisty affair if you go by what the Peacehaven Twitter said. And it was the visitors who took the lead after 22 minutes thanks to Robin Dean and the score remained the same until half-time. And then Bexhill's late comeback started in the 79th minute thanks to Ollie Hull, and it was then brother James who put the Pirates ahead on the 85th minute. Evan Archibald sealed the night off with a goal in the 8th minute of injury time to earn Bexhill 3 points. And then we move on to Little Common who faced a tough afternoon away to Crawley Down. And despite the league positions, Common and No mugs his previous results approved, and they took the lead after 9 minutes thanks to Sammy Bunn. However, Crawley Down were going to show their dominance, and a quick hat-trick from Rhys White then to Commons' hopes of an upset. Despite conceding three, the little common man in the match was Finn Holter in goal, but the result sees Crawley Down go top of the league. And then we move on to Saturday, where Bexhill welcomed Lingfield to the Polgrove. grove, where another decent crowd of 187 saw Bexhill win 3-2, which puts them into 8th place. The goals from Lingfield come from Cameron Dobell and Tyrone magala Bryan, with Bexhill's goals coming from Sam Scott, James Stone and Jack Schonk. This Saturday sees Bexhill United travel to Lockswood in the southern combination. Lockswood are another team at the wrong end of the table, but it's in a right mixed bag of results. With Bexhill's attacking options and Lockswood's goal action at either end of the pitch, I think the spectators might be in for an entertaining game. For the next game, Little Common welcome Alfold to the recreation ground. Alfold have struggled so far in the league, with only one win and one draw to their name, so Common must be confident of picking up three points here. And now it's over to the Mid-Sussex League. This Saturday in the Mid-Sussex League saw Hollinson thump Balkan 5-0, with Dan Tewksbury scoring 2, Bradley Pritchard, Charlie Cornford and Josh Elliott also joining in on the action. Hollinson continue to dominate in this league and are now 8 points ahead of 2nd place Linfield. This Saturday we will see him make the short trip to Oaklands Park to face Selderscombe, and I doubt many will be betting against the Lions.
0: On the Lions there Leon, Sam and Trish Labatt, they love watching their local football which is great to hear. Sam, who was recently in the local paper uh, shaking hands with Michael Kane, was very surprised to not see Sam in his Elvis gear. They were along at the game, said it was a feisty affair, fair that Hollington could have scored a bag full more goals, which uh, I, I don't doubt they're a top side. And they said it was nice catching up with Lee Carey and Danny Ellis, obviously ex-Hastings. Thanks for writing in, Sam and Trish. How did Siddleston get on, Leon?
1: They travelled to Linfield and what we thought would be a tough encounter for the team. By all accounts, it was a close encounter and Saddlescombe feel they deserve something out of the game and it was allegedly a soft penalty decision that enabled the home team to take the lead. They then managed to grab a late winner to send Saddlescombe home with zero points for their efforts. The Linfield goals both came from Rory Farrell with Ryan Edwards grabbing Saddlescombe's consolation.
0: We would you know Hollington are coming to Oakland's park? Saddlescombe have got to pray for a complacent Hollington? Can't see that myself.
1: Battle Town carry on their fine form and it's three wins in a row now for a side that are most definitely fitted into life in the Mid-Sussex Prem after a shaky start. They beat Holland Sports 5-1 thanks to goals from Glenn Carrick, Tristan Mayhew, Tyler Mole, Paul Wetherby and Adam Staplehurst, with the Holland Sports consolation coming from John Hill. Battle will be hoping to keep their final one going away to Balcombe this coming Saturday. Westfield felt frustrated with their 3-0 draw away to Rygate Priory. However, Rygate are a side who have made teams like Cookfield and Linfield work hard for their three points, so maybe visiting Rygate and getting a draw isn't such a bad result for Westfield. The Rygate goals come from Joseph Elbish-Laurie, David McLaughlin and Yavi Sereno, with Westfield goals coming from George Landay, Josh Pickering and Ronnie Austin. Despite feeling frustrated by the result, Westfield are still only three points off Linfield who are in second place and they have a game in hand. They'll be hoping to grab another three points at home to Ashurst Wood this coming Saturday, who are only one win in the league so far.
0: And now we move on to the ESFL. First of all, let's crack into those Macron Store Challenge Cup first round results. Sidley took on Westfield Reserves, and Westfield Reserves came out 2-1 winners. Uh, They were 2-0 up at half-time through goals from Baxter Orchard and Cameron Woodley. They also missed a penalty. Uh, Sidley pulled one back through a penalty in the second half from Logan Copley. Seddlescombe Rangers Reserves beat St. Leonard Social 2-1 despite Zach Boltwood seeing red. A brace from Callum Ludlow for Seddlescombe with St. Leonard Social's goal from Che Davis. And the final game of the round, Westfield fourths, well, got thumped by Who firsts. Goals for Who from Jamie Gravitt, Callum Holt Burgess and a brace from Grant Wright with the goal for Westfield from Reuben Webb. And let's crack into the ESFL Prem. Hawkehurst United were playing Bexhill AACs. It was 5-2 to Hawkehurst. Four goals from Leon Fisher and Mark Mitchell with the two goals for Bexhill from Andrew Matthews and Rosh Wells. Rye Town continue their fine start to the season with a 1-0 win at Crowhurst. Crowhurst down to 10 men early. Uh, Jan Bailey seeing red. Jules Phillips getting the goal for Rye. And now we move into Division 1. Waddes United thumped li- winless Little Common Reserves 6-1. Hat trick from Charlie Bateman, a goal for, Jack Pierman, Tony Tapp and Dean Tinkham for, for Wadhurst with a consolation effort from Attilio Field. A thumping eight-nil with for Parson Move at Struggling South Coast Athletico. Two goals from Curtis Coombs, another two from Fraser Discarly, Philip Hatch, Brandon Kovacs, Joshua Page, and Jordan Uber getting the others. Moving into Division 2, two sides that have started off reasonably well this season. Pesh Hill and Victoria Baptists finished 2-2. Canceled each other out by the looks of things. Unfortunately, Pesh haven't released the goals. Victoria Baptists goal scorers were Joe Bellett and Samuel Astle. Top of the table, Ninfield were at home to pass move seconds. 5-3 to Ninfield. Hat-trick from Joseph Trigwell. The other goals were from Jason Taylor and a certain Chris Agata bags one more. The goals for Parson Move, Frankie Manning with a brace and Zachary Bryant with the other goal. As suspected, Hollington United reserves were far too strong for Icklesham, running out 4-1 winners. The goals for Hollington from a brace from Sonny Dolloway. goals from Jack Humbles and Joshua Gray. The consolation effort was from Phil Budrock for Icklesham. A first win of the season for Bexhill Rovers against Nordium 75s. I haven't posted up the uh, goal scorers on the FA site, but I checked, just checked their Instagram, and it was a hat-trick from Ian Stewart-Pownall. Not sure the other goal scorer for Nordium, though. I've got the goal scorers of John James, Adam Page, and Luke Townsend. And now over to Division 3. Ticehurst first, spanked, winless Hastings Comets 6-1. A brace from George Brown. Another brace from Harvey Poland. And another brace from Darren Nichol. The goal for Hastings Comet come from Jack Harris. Right hand reserves won 6-3 against Orrington. Goals from Sammy Folks, Frank Cousins, Jordan Osborne, Ryan Dowswell, Liam Sayer and Craig Pierce won it for Rye. No goals on the FA site for Orrington at time of recording. Sovereign Saints travelled to Parkfield and despite Parkfield being a man down, couldn't beat them, it was 1-1. Uh, Partfield's goal was from Marley Jesson. Patrick Seymour scored for Sovereign Saints. Craig Fullerton saw red for Partfield. Top of the table, Hurstman Zoo took on Mountfield United. Hurstman Zoo, comfortable 3-1 winners. Goals from Jake Brown, Ryan Arnott and Rory Collins won it for Hurstman Zoo. Uh, Mountfield's goal isn't up on the FA site at time of recording. Second in the league, Crowhurst travelled to Catsfield. Fump um, them really. 5 1, goals from Dale Matthews, Joe McCarthy, Anton Neil, Ben Thorpe, and Jordan Miller. Can't give you a consolation goal as it's not up there on the FA site at time of recording. And finally for Div 3, Bexhill AAC reserves beat Westfield thirds. 3 uh, 1, Bexhill scorers Luke Dangerfield, Jermaine Tate, Dominic Sindon, with the goal for Westfield from Alex Southall. Now we move into Division 4. Welcroft Park Rangers reserves won 3 1 at home to Battle Town thirds. A comfortable game, really, already 2 0 up at half time. Goals in the first half from George Jones and Aaron White. Uh, the goal of scoring the second half was from Mark Hedges, with a last minute goal from Cole McLeod for battle. A thumping victory for Robertsbridge United Reserves against Tackleway Reserves. That man Ben Tinge scores again. He's got a hat trick. Jordan Isaac, Jacob Boast, and Matthew Barnett with a couple of late consolation efforts for Junior Tackleway from Samuel Robinson, three and Ryan Grayston. And finally, for Div Four, Hastings the Athletic took on Hawkehurst United Reserves. Ended in a draw. Murphy Mitchell getting the goal for Hastings and Philip. Anim the goal for Hawkehurst United. And now we move over to the ESFL team of the week. We've got Richie Gray of Sidley between the sticks with a back four of Callum Baldwin from Pesh, Charlie Bateman from Wadhurst United, Crowhurst, Jordan Miller, and Rhys Davy of Jesters as a back four. On the left we've got Ben Tinge from Robertsbridge, Parson Moves, Frankie Manning and Frank. Kuzan of Rye Town in the middle, and on the right, we've got Kurt Excel from Bexel Rovers. The front two, Ian Stewart Pownall of Bexel Rovers, and that Sonny Dalloway of Hollington makes the team again as the last man up front. And that's it for this week. Remember, everyone can vote in that ESFL Team of the Week. Get your votes in. Also, anyone with any match reports, match videos, please send them over. Let's get people talking about our local sides. See you next week.
2: Uh, wow. New York is the place of opportunities. So if there is any place in
0: this world that you want to come to to be able to make it big or to go after your dreams, it is New York City. Barbara Streisand.
1: Streisand.
3: Wolf, Catfish, Billy, oh, the wolf cat Billy the A- strength, so. so rough, baby, 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 mother, mother,
2: mother, mother, so mother. So rough, Barbara, Barbara,
0: Barbara, so So rough, so so rough.
4: Everybody loves duck
5: sauce. Is this amazing? Is this amazing? <laughs>
4: Over to Timothy Booth Jones and his Tim's takes. Our ladies' team played on Sunday against the Watford Development Eleven, who play in the Northern League. So far they've only seemed to have played two league matches and won one and lost one. We had a useful team out with Blair Hamilton in goal and Lauren Sharp and Holly Carter are full backs, Fix Phillips and Rosie Muggridge are centre halves. Claire Johnson, Charlotte Gerr, and Jess Bellahue were in midfield and we played Beth Crease, Sean Heather and making our first appearance for for a while was Nicole Baitup. I think it's her first appearance of the season. We scored early on, got a goal through Beth Crease and um, through a defensive mishap Watford equalised in the first half but then Charlotte Gerr uh, put us 2-1 up and that um, was the score at the end. We brought on three substitutes in the second half, or I should say now it's Dr. Rebecca Rao following the award of her doctorship, which is good. Izzy Burt came on and Brooke Nicholson Rogan came on. So we've progressed into the next round of the League Cup. Next week, the ladies are, I think they're away at New Haven, two o'clock kickoff at the Fort Ground where the yeah, men's team play in New Haven. New Haven middle of the table side so let's hope hastings ladies can pick up three points i did to go on the trip with the men's team when we played in the fa trophy away to met police it's a nice ground in the court very even first half neither side really threatened too much we I thought uh, uh, we got a bit scrappy in the start of the second half and we were creating the best chances for the Met Police forwards with our misplaced passing out of defence. But it's one of those games where I think the Met Police have played for a couple of weeks. They wouldn't have scored. They never really looked to have a finish. And the penalties, I was very confident we were going to win the penalties. To start with, I was a bit worried in case no one was going to score, considering lack of goal mouth action I could see it ending nil-nil after penalties but our penalty takers were excellent their goalkeeper sporting um, a very fluorescent pair of pink pink socks was really doomed to lose the penalty shootout and their fifth penalty taker tried a ridiculous penalty one of the worst penalties I've ever seen and Sam Adams smashed in the winner that penalty must rank with The one taken by the blackfield langley player in our fa cup match at the pilot field with a score nil nil and he blazed it into elphinstone road and miles over over the stand and also of course the infamous lenny pitchley's penalty up at dorkin must rank as one of the worst ones as well but fortunately we got through it's always useful because of the prize money i think we think we must have picked up two thousand pounds plus for that which which is good and let's hope we get a good home draw in the next round <laughs>
0: TS Fan Roundtable. And many thanks to George, He Bangs the Drum, Big Malk, and Willsey for making it happen. It gives me great pleasure to do episode 79's Fan Roundtable. We've got the lovely, gorgeous uh, Mr. Gasson with us. And, uh, well, I'm not going to call him gorgeous, so I'm going to call him um, rugged John Wells. uh, Gentleman. Fabulous to have you on. Uh, we're, we're, Big Max running late. There's some deals he's just closing. Uh, how, how have you both been?
3: Great. Okay. Yeah, all will Chris. Thank you much. Yourself?
0: <laughs> Never been better, George. And you, and you, John?
5: Yeah, very good. Yes.
0: Oh, you're buggers. Right, so it's been a, a great week. Good result. Uh, great game. Uh, Hastings... Going through in the trophy uh, couldn't be there, but luckily we've got some some people that were there, and I know George was there. Uh, tell us all about taking one over on the old bill.
3: So first off, crowd was seventy five percent Hastings, uh, hardly any of their fans. We took we took a decent decent number, um, edging towards three figures. I think I don't <laughs> know what the. Were they, decent,
0: were they decent people, though, George?
3: Well, because it's non-league, they're all old. Yeah. And because they're police, they're all autistic. So it was just loads of autistic 70-year-olds. Um, so it was kind of strange, really, strange vibe. Um, how,
5: how, what was the uh, attendance there then, George? Because their, their average oh. attendance is like 200, 100, isn't it, or something?
3: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a lot there. A Couple of hundred, mostly Hastings. I, I haven't seen the official figure.
5: It Sounded like a really good roar when when you saw the video of the penalty, winning penalty. It's yeah, like, there were plenty of us
3: there. Plenty of us there. Um, yeah, and obviously no one will really know because it's cash only everywhere in this ground. Bit of dodgy, dodgy old bill. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, avoiding
3: some avoiding some tax. No alcohol inside the ground. Um, yeah. So, not great. Um, had a disaster before kickoff. Wanted to have Did you one clean it up? final. Well, well, could have spilled it everywhere. It wouldn't have mattered. Ordered a beer, last beer before kickoff. The guy popped open these bottles. So I love this ghost ship. Went to drink mm. it 0.5%. <laughs> absolute disaster. It's absolute disaster. So, cons by the police. No, um,
0: well, NWA yeah. had it best, didn't they? When when they're going to get up to things like that,
3: uh, said should have asked for a tea. They like a kettle, didn't they? The police. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it a strange atmosphere. Um It's all right, club. They had a paper program. Chris, should we pleased? Um Did Colin sell you it? Colin
0: that? Co- did Colin sell you it? Colin is the man who does the program for. Uh, met police. He was on last week.
3: Oh, I was um, already out of money because I had to buy another beer after the after the ghost ship debacle, so I couldn't afford yeah. a programme, Chris. That's um, fair enough.
0: I mean, you've got to make these sacrifices for beer. This is absolutely uh, understandable.
3: That's just a ha- lovely area, though, near Hamden Court Palace. Mm. Um, really, really nice area of sort of outer London. Um, yeah, de- decent experience overall.
0: Mm. Yeah, so the game itself, um, George, uh, so, well, from what I could gather on the Twitter, because I know that the the, the, the Mister Twitter was delayed. Uh, talking yep. talking of delayed, uh, a certain Malcolm's just entering the building right now, but yeah, so uh, that was delayed. So there was a bit of late late twittering, but on the the Met Police side, their their Twitter was pretty good and fairly honest for for police, which I thought was unbelievable that the police would be honest, but. <laughs>
3: Usually, um, the police print is full of false information, um, exactly. especially towards football, football fans. So, um, yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty accurate. I've I've given it a read, and they're pretty, mm. yeah, pretty honest about how they're playing. No,
0: no, they, they were a little bit upset with the "no beer, no fans" chants from Hastings, but um...
3: it wasn't our worst one.
0: But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm sure it wasn't.
3: They picked up picked up on that. Um, Robbie's. I'd rather watch Holby than the Bill was a favourite of mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's good. Pretty, pretty cutting that. Um, so, but yeah, the game, the game. Um, it was an, it was a nil-nil, Chris. I think the score sort yeah. of tell it does tell the story of the game. We're so solid, so solid away from home. They didn't even look really look like scoring. Um, in fact, we could have won it at the end with uh, a, a chance for Nori. Tough chance, but it was a chance. Mm. Um, but yeah, proper nil-nil. Another clean sheet. Um don't we've hardly conceded what was the last time we conceded a goal? Cray Valley? was yeah. not conceding goals, four clean sheets in a row. Um Ooh, it was five. Well, we had the we had the Cray Valley one and then Lewis was before that. Um but I don't think Craig stone played in that one. So it's I getting on it's like six, seven weeks since he's conceded a goal.
5: We've okay. conceded six in the league, and half of those were in one game.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. We're well, talking to Stony. I was listening on the Twitter, or how can you listen on the Twitter? You, you know, trying to keep up with this game on the Twitter, and it said Stony had a fantastic chance to put us ahead, and there was some peculiar bounce. He was claiming Stony. I mean, you got anything on this, Big Milk? Uh, it was rubbish, wasn't it? Yeah. He, oh. uh, he just did it. He saw the uh,
2: saw the lights in front of him, and uh, just went for it. And it was abysmal.
3: I oh, he did have was, a chance. He did have a chance. Yeah, he did have a chance. It just didn't look like a chance because it was Craig on the ball rather than rather than Ben or or Nori. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we were singing "That's why you're centre back at him" because there, was, <laughs> there were no no home fans to abuse him for that. Um, yeah.
0: Not, it's not his best effort. No. Yeah. All right. Well, Mal, I, how you been? I've always had the catch up with the other lads. Uh, you've been good. Yeah, I've been good, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. It, it, in terms of the agents, uh, any big names coming in? I mean, I know Mbappe's unhappy again. Is that what you're doing? Uh, well, he can make me a bit of money, so you know, I I'll just I'll, I'll
2: make them all unhappy and then yeah. uh, just move them on. I make that's the way I make me money. So.
0: Good, good. But yeah, other than that, uh, Matt, you were at the game, yeah?
2: Yeah, I was at the game, yeah.
0: Yeah. What's your thoughts on it? I thought it was a poor
2: game. Um, Mm. Yeah, it's uh, like I heard George say, nil-nil, and that's about the level of the game. I don't think either keeper, apart from um, right at the end, nor is one right at the end, I don't think either keeper had a save to make. You know, Mm. it uh, it was very comfortable. Um, and neither keeper got the penalties were great to be fair, apart from the one that missed. You know it was, uh, and he uh, he just put it over. But all the others, you know, the keeper didn't get anywhere near him either. So it was um, it was an easy day for both of them. It was quite a boring game, I thought.
0: Mm. Nice. No, and ice cold, super Sammy Adams steps up and puts it away That's as expected. Yeah. Beautiful.
2: Yeah. I was just oh, well, when they missed and it was
0: Sammy, I thought,
2: you know, you please, because I wasn't, um, uh, I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't holding my breath for those that were left. If you see what I mean, yeah. You know, when we then go to seven death with the uh, the other five that are out there or six that are out there, it's um, mm. yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't overconfident,
0: shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Sam doesn't miss, does he? No. No, no, John. uh, How did you did you follow the game at all? Because I thought you weren't there, were you, sir? Like me?
5: Yes, I was. I was keeping up with it, and then I thought I'll get the official news from the FA website, and it said that (laughs) Hastings had lost on penalties. So (laughs) I thought I was a bit amused by that because I'm sure I we'd seen it elsewhere that they'd won, but.
0: Yeah, that was announced when it met police one on penalties on the FA site. That's very good. Hmm. FA getting it right again.
5: Yeah, it was... I mean, we've got to remember it was a away game at a team at the same level as us. Um, could have been very tricky, but it's, would you say, um, George and Malk, that Hastings overall deserve
2: that win? based no. on? The- uh, I would say no. Um, the, in the first half, maybe I thought we uh, we did very well. The second half, I thought they had more chances than us, um, and they they missed quite a few chances. I think if they just got them on target, um, but yeah, I, as an overall um, performance, I don't think they was uh, any better than us. I think nil nil um, was about what it deserved. Um, but yeah, on chances they had two or three where they had shots and uh, and it could have done gone there. And someone had the shot and it ricocheted off of uh, Louis and it Craig on the shin, and then hit the outside of the post as it went out for a corner. So it uh, <laughs> you know they, they we had some mm-hmm. luck we rode our luck a little bit, um, but then we had a couple of chances, not many to be fair. So,
3: yeah, but George disagrees with that. I'll take it. He yeah, go it. on,
0: George.
2: Oh, clearly,
3: I oh, by by love the, disagreement. But look at your screen, Malcolm, You've been drinking heavily there.
2: Um, <laughs>
3: <that's>... <laughs> oh yeah, I've moved it round did to the uh, to the optics. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I as I thought as the home side. They home side they should have given a little bit more. I think if we yeah you're right. If we'd have if we'd have stolen it with Nori's one at the end, that would have been a theft. Um, so which obviously the police from the light. But um yeah, it just it was a strange I mean it was just a nil nil. If it was a nil nil and the FA said actually, um you're both out. Um <laughs> that, that that you know could have been a thing. But with the with the penalties, we didn't look like missing. Um what happened, Chris, with the penalties? They're all mm. six good penalties went in three all. Um top quality penalties. Mm. Um and then therefore they went first because Jack won the toss, I think, to put us at, at the end where we were. And they they went they went first. <clears throat> and um their guy comes up. We're giving him some gentle encouragement, some words of, you know.
0: Support. Of, some words of support, of what, yeah.
3: What he what he perhaps should be doing. Um and their player puts a very good penalty away, to be fair to him. Four mm. three, and he gives us the shush. Ooh. The shush. You'd have loved it, Chris. You'd have loved it, the shush. And, like, their players are, like, laughing on the halfway yeah, line yeah. about it. It's good. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. Giving them the shit. We put our... Jack Dixon comes up for the fourth. So, we've had, what, James Hull has come up. Mm-hmm. Um, Carvalho. It was our... It was the third? Who he took, he took the five? Hasler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hull, Hasler, Carvalho have taken. Dicko comes up to take our fourth. Puts it away. And he's staring the keeper with that Jack Dixon stare that he's got, the scary one he's got. Yeah. He's like staring But the keeper fear, is in the fear net, Fear the tackle. fear time. the tackle. Yeah. He's like wasting time in the net with his back to Jack. So I think he knows that Jack's staring at him and he don't want to look at him. And Jack's just still there. I'm like, I'm thinking jack just go back to the halfway line, like he's not looking at you. He just waited jumping there. Jumping like, oh, in, George,
2: it was at the keeper, was it? Because from the stand we couldn't tell who he was staring
3: at. No, it was at the keeper. Um, guaranteed at the keeper because he said us as well because um, Jack was pissed off at him because the keeper was like time wasting during the yeah, penalty shootout yeah, yeah, and it kind of slide down he were not happy about it nah. so yeah he was staring mm. at the keeper staring at the keeper and had, yeah a couple of words said to the keeper when he eventually turned round and looked at Jack but uh, yeah it was a pretty menacing stare so for all then their fifth taker comes up mm. he gets a few more words of encouragement and he That's looks cool. at us and grins and like does a little does a little smile and I think oh, you know he's gonna try yeah. something and you know it. And he goes for the panenka.
0: Yeah.
3: And it's just gone. He went it's for... Yeah. He went for the cheeky dink, but he's just because he's gone, I reckon he's gone, I'll do the Penenka and then the last minute gone, Well, I'll get enough on it, you know. He mm. makes sure I've got the power mm. and He just goes over. Just goes over. Brilliant. We're just laughing. <laughs> very, very funny. Very funny.
0: Oh, what a beautiful thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and obviously the last penalty, no doubt, we took five yeah. good penalties and they took four good penalties. That was it, really. So, yeah. yeah.
2: When he done the, when the guy done the uh, the shush, um, and you all told him where to stick his finger, um, yeah. you then got told off by the steward for swearing.
3: Yeah, he said he said, "Elias, hey, you mind your language." And I think four or five people just went, "Oh, fuck off!" Don't <laughs> think
0: so. <laughs> yeah. They had a yeah. steward. Amazing, right? Do, do they you, need a steward? Do they, do they, yeah. I don't
3: know. Perhaps he is maybe a, a community support steward or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> that yeah, col- but they were, no, they were nice. They were nice people, but just no one was having that.
0: Well, I just well I was saying to uh, the lads earlier, Malcolm, that Tim who does uh, does reports for the uh, women's games on the podcast, he said he's never seen a worse penalty than that ever while watching Hastings. I mean, is there any examples of a worse taken penalty than that? Do you think? Lenny
3: Pidgeley. I can't lead. remember one. No, I can't. Mm. So Dorkin, um, Lenny Pidgeley's over the bar, but he's a keeper, isn't it? So you know, this
2: is an excuse.
0: Yeah, he's got an excuse. He's got an excuse. I've but seen yeah, people it's, it's,
2: go up there and they hit it hard and it goes over, and I've seen them hit him mm. well wide, but I've never seen anyone go up there and actually try and be clever. Yeah. And stick it that far over the bar. To be quite honest, you know, it, it, a Panenka is supposed to be a, a dinky little a chip, isn't it? You mm. know, that sort of just about reaches a goal, and he cleared the ground. You know, it's um with a with a little dink, and
3: he'd have been better off putting his laces for it down the middle. Way yeah. better off. Yeah, it's it just a really poor. You can I think in football you can excuse someone getting it wrong or making a bad decision in like split decision mm. moment wrong pass but yeah that's that's inexcusable um the manager was quite nice about it in public after the game but <laughs> I think it... what
2: made it actually worse that there were six excellent penalties like George said you know that mm. you, you had two keepers you weren't going to save them mm. um you know they were quality penalties and then he came up and done that you know it's yeah uh,
0: K- keep it simple is cool. what he should have done shouldn't he yeah
2: KB's. Well,
5: that, talking of bad penalty shootouts, um, when we played Harrogate, Harrogate and beat them on penalties, which gave us the opportunity to go to Mildred, mm. um our keeper, who was the pole dancing stripper, um, he had more or less had one leg.
0: And they kept, yeah, they kept and, looking at and the And they, ne-
5: they never yeah. realised that. I mean, if they put it to the, just put it low to the other side, it would have they would have been scoring all day. But that was a bit of a strange that they didn't capitalize on on
0: his injury through to the next round. Who have we got again, lads? Is, um, is it Burgesson? Burgess Till at home? Nice. So
3: a team that's below low in the league, below you know, four from bottom, something like that. I mean, doesn't mean we're going to win it, but it's. It's a it is a favourable draw on mm. paper, um, and then the next if we do get through to the next round, that's when the National League South sides come in. Nice. So, so you know opportunities.
0: We could, we we got couple of grand from winning that, we? Yeah.
3: It's not it's not as good as money as the FA Cup, I don't think, but um, it's it's some money. It does all help. Mm. Fix the floodlights with it.
0: But that's how I, I was going there, like, you know, to fix the, uh, whatever's going, whatever's, who who went? I was just about to leave to go to that game. And then, um, obviously, uh, yeah, did you yeah. hear about this amount of, um the uh, floodlights failed? For the yeah, I put it on game. Twitter
2: last night to follow it. And then it, see that, um, yeah, I see the floodlights failed and the game was called off. Anyone know why? They just, um, well, haven't paid a bill or?
0: I think, but this what I, w- I was going to go there. Maybe that two grand <laughs> coming, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to
2: call
0: off Mr Big quid. There you go. To call off Mr. Big. It's that. Um... Well, they were gone.
3: They they were um, saw on the Twitter. No, it says it seven forty five kickoff. They said the problem with the floodlights is going to be delayed to eight o'clock. I'm thinking it's only going to get darker, isn't it? So I'm not sure what delaying kickoff was going to do. But yeah, eventually, they, eventually they called it off. Um, I think it's on Thursday
0: again is, is it, it Thursday? what this week?
3: yeah i heard of Thursday were they rearranged no
0: I think I'm Matt sure. Matt just said that
3: was he just chatting shit again?
0: well he's probably like probably Dane's there saying oh it might be might, Thursday or something so,
2: <laughs> Thursday morning so that they yeah. don't have to have the lights <laughs> like, yeah you better <laughs> go up in,
3: in a day yeah
0: so yeah I'm sure Lewis were happy well Lewis aren't very happy these days I mean it's quite funny what's happened to Lewis isn't it?
3: Very funny, it's very so funny. funny. Them Indeed. losing the corner, corner down at half time. Bradley Pritchard playing for him. Agent Bradley on the case. So, yeah, oh, yeah. Bradley Pritchard at yeah, uh, Lewis Ollie Black at Eastbourne. All going on. Man.
0: Well, yeah, he's uh, going to struggle to get games, any old Ollie Black.
3: Well, Kane Penn's playing so well, and you got you got a back four that's kept. That, that actual back four has kept five clean sheets in a row. So that's, it's, it's pretty hard to change that, isn't it?
5: Well, who would have thought that um, Finn was fighting for his place and last season? Hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: It's a tough one for him. He's getting sent off at Hornchurch, and he's not really had a sniff back in the side, really, in the league. Um Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's tough on him, but when you you know he's centre backs are playing and not conceding any goals. I I can't think of a team that's had a run like this at this level to not concede any goals for you know three league games, four league four league games in a row. That's that's outrageous, really.
5: When you step up a league, and you know, and then you end up with top of the goals conceded league. Goals not concededly mm. um, table. Uh, it's just uh, unbelievable, isn't it, to have gone, had that many clean sheets in at the start of the season in a, in a higher division. But but that's how you win things, isn't it? I mean, you, yes, you've got to score the other end, but at the moment, there's plenty of 1-0 victories, isn't there? So And you know, comfortable
0: ones. Boom. Yeah. What's been happy, What's been good as well is obviously getting good loan players in like Gabodi, who kind of manufactured a goal on his own as soon as he's come on. You know, it was a little bit iffy just before, wasn't it? You know, with, with Ben Pope struggling with an injury, which he's still sort of struggling with, isn't he? But he come on, he was dealing, doing the stuff up front. That's helped, that's pushed everyone on. Sam Hasler's kicked in now. You know what I mean? It's all... It's you know how these little pieces come together, isn't it?
3: Yeah, Sam has has been outstanding so far this season, and obviously we're praising the rightly praising the defence for keeping clean sheets, but we've dominated in the middle of the park for large periods of the game, and Sam has has been a huge part of that. Um Yeah, so many positives.
5: Yeah, no, I think the the good teams that you, you see. Everyone defends the whole team defends. So you you know it goes right from the front, doesn't it? When you talk about defence, you see um, Ben Pope chasing down lost causes, you know, putting pressure on on them being able to play the ball out cleanly, and and it's and the midfield have been phenomenal, you know. Yeah. So um, it's not just the back line, is it? That defends in a team. It's the whole structure and the the tactical um,
0: play. No. I right. I think
2: getting Jake back was a big, a massive plus. Mm. Um Because uh, I, 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 I rate him as a great player anyway. And once now he's got his fitness back. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not quite sure what uh, what was going on Saturday. I think he was just having, having one of them days where um, he shouldn't have got up. Um and uh, he was the first one to admit it, and all the other players was so he, he was on one, you know. And it's, um, but if you look at if you're the opposition and you look at that defence, um, the only the only attack you can go and the only way you see there is a slight weak link there, um, and that's not um, you know no diplomatic to him as purely, but is is uh, Kane Penn. Mm. Purely because you think he's a youngster and he's not testing. over six foot. The others are all over, you know, six foot two, six foot three, um, you know, and you think, well, all I'm going to do is attack down that right-hand side at their left fullback because he's the only way that you could see that you could possibly get through. Mm. And, you know, bless him, he's done, done super really this year really, really early. well. Um, and it, stu- it stood out because most teams are attacking down now. Even Saturday, you know, they were it was purely all down kane Penn side. Um and then they moved him to try on the other side and it was worse. But uh, you know, you could then come up against Jake. I think that was they put him over that side against Jake because Jake was having one. But um yeah, it's uh, you look at that defense, so you, you don't see anything weak, do you? Only sort of if he was the opposition, you didn't know you'd say, well, attack down that right hand side, our right, you know, sort of their left fullback. Um but he's playing so well it's not weak at yeah. all.
0: It's a so, nice nice problem to have at the moment. You know, we're, yeah. we're not picking any injuries up at the moment as well, which is nice. So. It's nice
5: it would be nice if we can find a way to um to keep Finn O'Mara as well, because that's the sort of top quality cover you need, isn't it? When it gets into the winter months and you get injuries to to think about that, but it's just how do you keep a
2: player of that quality, happy, um, you know, on the bench. He knows, you know, and he, um, he's been around football long enough, even be you know, he's quite a young lad, but he's been around football long enough to know this happens. It's a long season mm. and then you get back in and you work hard and you stay there. Um, so, yeah, he's. I've spoken to him quite a few times, you know, about in he must be gutted and and he he said, yeah, you know, and it was, um, you know, sort of one moment of madness that he didn't agree with, you know, a handball at home church and, you know, at the end of the day, he said, but I'll get back in and, you know, hopefully I'll stay in.
0: No, definitely, definitely. Right, well, we're then moving on from that. We've got uh, Bishop Stortford at home uh, this Saturday. Eight games unbeaten for them. Uh, Top of the league, as far as I'm aware. Um, yep. should be an absolute uh, top game looking forward to it
3: yeah it's a big test isn't it big test for mm. us um they, this is a team that should really be in the national league south they were they were a the team that ran wove in the closest last season miles ahead of the other teams that were ended up in the playoffs and um as we know the top team in the playoffs really really actually goes up because got sky that you didn't get automatic um but yeah they really they were Top 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 side, um, they beat beat folks in three 0 the other night. Um, so yeah, it'd be a real stern test. And then we got obviously the two games after that. The teams right at the bottom. So yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, one we on the
0: just, Tuesday, we, yeah. Wing
3: uh, Wingate, Wingate and, and Finchley. Yeah, and we got Finchley away.
0: Yeah, they are twenty first in the league. I think they've had they played like six games. Last six games, they've only got three or four points. So. Yeah, I mean that might be a game that Finn might looking might be back in. You know what I mean? Like in terms of where it's Saturday, Tuesday, if someone's carrying a little knock, he might get a little run in the team, mightn't he? So
3: lots of Saturday, Tuesday coming up. As long as we stay yeah. in the trophy, as well, isn't it? So yeah, lots lots of games. And are so, we are we into Sussex cup this year?
0: I, I'm fairly sure we've entered. Mal, do well, you we, know? We, we, I don't know. Don't oh. We
5: don't enter till late, do we?
0: No, it's well, it's later. usually handy to enter then, John, but that's another story. Um, Pardon.
5: All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very good.
5: Will it? Will, it will be it, it more bishop, Will it be more bishops than goals?
0: This is true, right? Who's got their computer on? What's what's Bishop Stortford's uh, fans like, attendance-wise? Anyone?
3: I'll find out. Also, we are not entering the Velocity
0: trophy. Well, that prestigious trophy will have to wait next another year. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, we we'll, won't we'll be able to enter it. Next is next year. It, is it
0: the size of that that um thing that Craig Stone got off Billy Wood? Do you remember that trophy that you got off Billy Wood? That was it. It was about this big. It uh, looks big. like
3: it looks like he's found something shiny on the beach <laughs> and given it a <laughs> <that's good>. Attendances. Right. Here we go. Just hope, but about between three and four hundred. Three oh, okay.
5: that's That must hey. be
2: tomorrow. Well, on, met police's attendance. I do
0: I mean, there's some rubbish 100,
2: attendance.
5: One hundred and fifty. I think. I thought it was there's less than that. Something really Tom. pathetic.
0: Well, Mark, well, I remember when Colin was on, and he said that they get tops like one hundred and twenty. Well, I think they was pushing, game 50
2: Jeez on Saturday. Christ, I've, really? I've been
0: to some poor Here we attended go. rounds. Hang on, George. Go on, go oh, on Matt. Finish. It. Saturday, 169.
3: 169, 169 at Met Police Game.
5: Are they fiddling something? Because I thought, George, you thought we took
3: 300 or so. We took, well, we took about 100. If that's the attendance, we took about 100.
2: Yeah, and that's why I say I thought they was pushing fifty on Saturday, um, so that would make that about right. I think. Yeah, they.
0: Yeah. Tragic, isn't it?
3: I think that includes their squad, <laughs>
0: um,
3: but not yeah. Dane, who's who's um, who has picked up a band. Dane Martin.
0: Well, that's just wrong. That is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just quickly, on the last thing I met, please. Mal. did you pick yourself a programme up? No, I didn't. Uh, I'm wondering if anyone said hello to, to Colin. But, uh,
2: no,
0: I didn't felt even see Colin. him,
2: to be fair. I didn't really? even see him. And I looked out for him, but, and it was quite easy to, to spot somebody out individually, but I didn't see him. <laughs> And after I praised it up how good the food was in the clubhouse and all this, yeah. And, oh, it it was, it was
0: shocking.
2: It, it was shocking. shocking. They don't wasn't doing any food in the um in the clubhouse. Hey? Um, I can't remember the the uh, man and lady's name that had ordered it, and they waited fifty minutes for it, and then got told it wasn't coming. They'd shut the kitchen. Um, and then in the ground they was cooking off of a little. A little barbecue um you know which
0: well, when they were cooking that were they were they on one knee virtually yeah i, I think yeah. you
2: know it was one of these tiny little round
3: barbecue things you know and they a burger from there and it was like you know when you go around someone's house for a barbecue mm. and there's been a burger that's been sat on there for a while and it's got that oh. charred feel about it um yeah it was that but it was still better than our food so um, <laughs> well yeah <laughs>
0: So yeah, let, let's be fair now yes yeah but the oh, but yeah.
3: the Bovril the rule the was excellent okay. so
0: it's important stuff isn't it right so yeah Dane Dane uh, what's that a nine nine match ban
3: nine, a nine game ban bear in mind that this is coming to play over 13 months after the alleged incident it's taken that long yeah as you say Chris it's, it's, it's wrong, just
0: wrong. It? it's just wrong it's wrong
3: Ruck. Just wrong. It's just unbelievable how, because eventually our money that we mm. pay to get into games mm. goes towards that absolute bullshit. Oh, but,
0: well, no, for, towards his appeal, isn't it? Are we gonna? it's well, it's you
3: know, it's towards the them having meetings about it, the legalities about it, and it's taken that long. And you think, well, oh, you are paying for all this shite? it's, it's, it's mm. ridiculous that that happened. It's gone on for that long. And it's also ridiculous that an opposition manager would also testify against you for that, against a club oh, they studio. Did. Yeah.
0: Yep, the manager? At- oh.
3: Matt Longhurst at the time,
0: wasn't it? Was it but Matt is it Longhurst Bill- as well? Where's he yeah, now Bill- then, anyway? Because he was at Ramsgate
3: Bill- now. Huh? Oh, okay. Who we play pretty soon.
0: Well, uh- he's, he's, just a, he's always been a poor man's brother beyond... What's that, the lead singer of Brothers Beyond? Anyone remember him?
3: All my time, Chris, you know
0: that. Yeah, Eight, <laughs> 80s classic Greece. Anyway, we'll we'll get to that when we play Billeriki. Um, Well, another man stands in the dock, uh, falsely accused, I may add, uh, completely innocent of all charges. <laughs> um there you go. I mean, I did like when they were trying to... Was that then when they were trying to send him off? And he said, well, you can't send me off because I'm the yeah. uh, also the physio. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, that's yeah, and the ref was that. like, well, you stay there then. Yeah. Yeah, you, you <laughs> stay there.
3: Yeah, you stay there. You, you do what you were going to do oh, anyway.
0: Yeah, but
3: I'm going to tell you to do that
0: because
3: yeah. I'm the referee. And I'm never yeah. wrong. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Apparently, but, apparently, saying that someone is wrong is a is a offensive to people from Mongolia, which is just <laughs>
0: stuff. You get into yeah. Right. So moving on. After that, um, so Gil uh, Carvalho, or is it Gil, uh, is no longer. He's moved on. Um, it's
3: because Joe Suggett wrote his song. Every time Joe yeah. Suggett writes a song, they leave.
0: Yeah, poor old so Joe Sugg. He's,
3: he's, yeah, he's writing one for Billy Wood now. Um, I'm sure. So. John...
0: <laughs> 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 um. So, um. Yeah. I mean, I I wasn't amazed by uh Jill. So I mean, I. Like, you know, we those sort of players come and go. I mean, you guys, he's shot that he's gone. I mean. I'm not nearly 100 percent sure. There's other players coming in. So, are we bothered that he's gone? Are we surprised?
5: I don't. I don't think he was up quite up to. Um, how can I say this politely? I. I he don't
0: didn't be polite. Tom.
5: Play, he didn't particularly play consistently well for us. He he was okay, but whether he would have settled in and done
2: a bit, boy. You
0: didn't. You didn't feel you know, it was a, the quality of some of the
2: other players that have come in. Mm. What about Mark? Mark? Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I don't think he was up to the quality, um, uh, up to that standard. The only bit that concerns me is if the, we're letting players go. Um, the squad um, numbers are diminishing. Mm. Um, whether the the squad uh, quality is diminishing is another matter, but um, the numbers are um, and players are all taken up now. So, you know, and a lot of them, there's no free agents left about out there or certainly not many, um, you know, so we pick up a few injuries and like you say, there's Saturday, Tuesday games come in and, you know, their squad's not that big. Um so I don't know. That, that's the only concerning. But I'm not Gary and I haven't got my fingers in many pies. But the the smaller that goes, the, the more I should be ringing in with some of my players.
0: This is it, isn't it?
2: Yeah. That's Ob- why Ob- I can't get hold of Leon. Leon, yeah. where is he? I mean, there's a chance. That, you know. he's,
0: he's in a hyperbaric chamber somewhere. It's undisclosed. <laughs> Just waiting. Um, George, any thoughts on that?
3: I thought he was sort of a improved version of Cissé in terms of his like, sort of aggressiveness, winning the ball up the top of the pitch and, you know, running at people. There was some excitement there. But if he's not going to be a first-team regular, then usually players that come from further afield do cost more money. Um, especially to come on the way down to Hastings twice a week, train, I don't know, that seems to be the way. So if he's not going to be first-team regular... Then the money could be could be spent elsewhere, couldn't it, I guess? Mm. And you know me, I want players to be the the eleven to have as many players from Hastings in it as possible. So um if we, we go towards that. So that's if that means someone from Hastings gets a chance, then that's only good news for me. Even if they are less experienced and much stronger in a couple of games, I'd like to see
0: someone from Hastings get a go.
3: Mm,
0: okay. All right, and chaps well. Predictions for Saturday uh john scoreline line i
5: think it's going i think oh i don't know really it is a tough one to call <laughs> sorry to do it's, this it's, yeah it's probably since we've hit this really good run of form and the defence is playing amazing it's probably our biggest test mm. for that i think um i i think i'll go for one all
0: oh, okay uh, george
3: well obviously tight defence best defence in the league um a lot of people saying that we need to get someone in to score goals so I'm going to go for four all Chris so that's how that's how it works isn't it so four that's all that's how you roll something. George that's how you get roll your bets on. get your bets on four all you heard it here first nice
0: okay and yourself Mel uh
2: controversial here I'm
3: going to go to Neil Bishop Stortford
0: okay all right well we know he, really
3: he wants that to happen to... so we buy his so we buy his players yeah he's got exactly. Player. exactly yeah
2: yeah that's they're this game they're is. a good side, they're a good side, and they've been around this league a, a long time. That's uh, yeah, we're struggling good. to score goals, that's a problem. I can't see us getting four um in the next 10 games, but <laughs> George, uh, um, trying to sell us a striker. <laughs> this is how
3: they, how they do it. So, I've man. got a
2: couple of nice strikers bad, hey? that you might be interested in. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, I just, you... all I hope is that if we do lose Saturday. Which, you know, don't think we'll. If we do lose, then I don't hope people don't get disheartened by it because they are a bloody good side and they are the the, the top sides, sort of se- top seeded side in the division. Mm. And we've got other games. We we've, we've played teams that finished mid table last season and we we've beaten them. And we've got good results against the teams that come at the top. So there's no reason to be disarmed whatever happens Saturday. Um, I'm sure.
2: The we'll season's not over out. in October, is it?
0: Exactly. Um, I think we're winning one 0 Just so you know, Malk, I think dogged defence is going to win it. I think it's going to be a cracking game anyway. And I'm bloody well looking forward to it. Anyway, chaps, it's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it was great to have you on. Uh, Big Malk, Georgie Porgy, and uh, Johnny Wills. See you at the game Saturday. Yeah, see you at the game. Come on, you you. 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 That's it for another week, Grassroots Football fans whoever you're going to watch this week make sure you're loud and proud as ever if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the twitter which is at hufcpodcast you can get this podcast on all major platforms be it google podcasts, audible, itunes spotify or amazon music And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel chock-a-block full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like. But definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.